Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt. It's all a bit hearty, so I don't really understand it. Luke. Is that a little Sasquatch penis? Dan. I accidentally got soap in my urethra. And occasionally, Terry Smallshoe. Maybe you'll wake up in the middle of the night with a little Sasquatch penis inside of you. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. How are we? We're good. Yeah, we're good. Before we start, I want to apologize to the listeners for last week's episode that, uh, that Dan hasn't heard yet. No, I have not heard. It was shorter than usual, about 30 minutes long, and uh, wasn't our best work. But, but I think it turned out pretty funny. <laughs> right, let's, uh, let's not apologize every time we do a bad one, because... You know, I didn't say I think... it was bad. I didn't say it was bad, I just said it was short. All right. Oh, I say that to girls all the time. <laughs> I'm not going to charge the Patreon listeners for last week's because it was short Ooh, Freebie Yeah, exactly Oh, that's so nice yeah. I'd make them pay <laughs> <laughs> They're paid with listening They're normally an hour long We only did half us, so Fair enough Yeah Charge them half Exactly Matt is a lot nicer than we are <laughs> Yeah We're yeah, all nice. about the money <laughs> One day we might make some Yeah Maybe I'm like Running at a loss I got a funny story. Uh, a friend of Jenna's who also is in the veterinary industry, she <laughs> is looking after a friend's cat. Mm-hmm. Cat sitting. Yeah, cat sitting, right? Yeah. Yep. But she, was, she had a double shift, so she wasn't going to be home all day. And so she asked her boyfriend to look after the cat and, and gave him instructions on what to do and how much food to give it and all that kind of stuff. And, mm-hmm, and said, mm-hmm. you know, can you take care of it? And he was like, yep, no problem. Yeah, pretty simple, easy stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, and then that, that was one day. And then the next day, she was still in the office. She said, oh, can you do the same thing, please? Can you just give it some more food? And he replied and said, uh, I didn't feed him this morning because he hasn't eaten anything from last night yet. And she said, that's strange because that's a little bit of a piggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she said, what are you talking about? And then so he sent her a photo. And uh, I'm now going to insert this photo into the spreadsheet. And uh, as cat owners, I think you might see the problem. Scrolling up and down, I want to see this photo. It's down. (laughs) That is a bowl full of kitty litter. Oh, God. That is... uh, Wow. (laughs) The guy's never owned a cat, apparently. Uh, Clearly. Clearly. Or... (laughs) How do you make that mistake? I mean, come on, that's not food. Uh, Maybe... (laughs) It it looks kind of like rabbit food, I guess. reconstituted newspaper. (laughs) Exactly. Wow. So, anyway, I thought that was pretty funny. And oh, it's also, is that enough? <laughs> enough kitty litter? No, no. No, it's not. Food. No, it's not. Like, so he gave it kitty litter. I didn't even give it like a full serving of kitty litter. I just imagine the cat going, Are you fucking serious? Yeah. You want me to, you want me to shit in my joking, food bowl? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it could have been worse. He might have actually had a shit in his food bowl. <laughs> yeah, that could hey, have been worse. Hey, I don't know if this is normal because I've actually never owned a dog as an adult. But, mm. um,. I saw, um, I was in a restaurant last night and I was sitting in the outside. What do they call that? Alfresco? I was dining Alfresco, right? <laughs> I would I call know. it outside. Outside, yeah. yeah, I was outside. And Where um, I eat, it's called the beer garden. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> this woman and her boyfriend were walking their dog. And uh, the dog stopped on the, on the grassed area to answer the call of nature. And uh, uh-huh. he did his business. And like a good dog owner, they, they collected it up into a little bag. And yeah, then yeah. they um they got out a little wet wipe and wiped his bum. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
And I, I don't know if that's normal, but it seemed it seemed hmm. like it wasn't. It seemed like maybe I don't know if it's normal. That was an extra level of care that doesn't usually happen with a dog, right? Yeah. Did I the dog have long hair? No. No. Okay, then no, mm. that's just weird. Because I can understand if it has because long hair. We remember when we had um, caissons. Mm-hmm. Remember when Luke had long hair and we had to wipe his bum. <laughs> Very hairy dog, and every now and again you had to give him a bit of a, a little help. trim around the backside because yeah. Yeah, yeah, they can't really clean that well back sure. there. Yeah, right. I could sort of understand that, but hmm. yeah, any other time, n- no. General, okay. no. So she'll let us know. Yeah, because she has very long hair. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But dogs around here are spoiled. They are, and in the same complex that this restaurant is in, that we saw the uh, the dog having his little bottom wiped, we've uh, <laughs> we've seen a dog on a scooter <laughs> and a dog being pushed in a pram. Jesus. Yeah. By a couple too old to have an actual baby to go in that pram, so clearly just bought the, pla- oh, the pram for the dog. That's kind of sad. Yeah. So, look, um, I- I'm sorry I couldn't be part of last week's episode. Mm-hmm, uh, did not make it back in time. No, uh, that's understandable. Was in Bangkok. Um, and it was so good, we're not even charging for it. <laughs> so you, you, that's you so funny. That's, that's what the girl I was with in Bangkok said. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> but anyway, I was in a Seven Eleven when I overheard a really funny conversation. You guys want to mm. hear it? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I was in the snack aisle, right? And there was this white dude there, like a uh, American dude, kind of buff, kind of cool-looking dude, you know. And he had this mm-hmm. kind of really beautiful young Thai girlfriend, right? And okay. they're looking at snacks, and then suddenly she just turns to him and says. You know, I used to have penis. (laughs) And he looks at her and says, what? And she says, yes, when I was young, I had penis. And he's just staring at her in disbelief. And then she points up to this packet of peanuts and says, I used to have these peanuts all the time when I was young. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> only in Thailand. Yeah, because wow. only in Thailand would that legitimately be a concern. Yeah, you go, wait, what? What did yeah. you say? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Used to, so... Yeah, post-op. Well, at least you didn't jump to conclusions. Mm. And we all know what happens when when you get a bit mad with your lady friend. Um Especially if you're Nicholas Brendan. Yeah, no, Nicholas Brendan has been in trouble with the law before. Mm. But what's, just recently, uh, what's happened now? He's been arrested for choking his girlfriend. Choking. Choking. Right. Choking his girlfriend. Uh, he was he was drunk, I think. Um, now, I've done a jingle in advance for this. Of course, because <laughs> it needs it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, have we got a jingle for Nicholas Brendan news? Yes, we do, and this is it. <laughs> Nick's gonna choke a bitch and end up in the clay. And that's the jingle for Nicholas Brendan News. That's great. And I, I don't really know where to start with this. Mm. I mean, for starters, this article here in Variety.com, his, mm. his mugshot makes him look like the Joker. <laughs> He is grinning like a fucking psychopath. Mm. But what I really find funny are the actual charges that have been laid against him. 
And I don't know if this <laughs> is just the American penal system not quite taking things as seriously in the naming of crimes as they particularly should, but he is being charged with two counts of criminal mischief, <laughs> which to me just sounds not that serious. Right. And one count of obstruction of breathing. What? Jesus Christ. Which, which really just makes choking sound <laughs> like something that you just casually do. Right. Not fucking putting your hands around someone's throat and <laughs> choking the life of breathing. Like someone's trying to breathe and you're like, nope, 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 yeah. stop it, no, yeah. You stop were it. standing in the way when they tried to breathe. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get out of my air, Nicholas. <laughs> now, just looking at this photo, because you saw him last year, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 He didn't look like that. <laughs> no, no, not like He's that. He's let himself go a bit. Well, it doesn't take long to grow a, a little beard like that. <laughs> nah. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a shame, though. I like Nicholas Brennan. Yeah, well, I thought too. I liked him. He seemed like a fun guy, but apparently he's... I, let's he's just also... say I like him in Buffy, and I liked mm. listening to him talk, mm. but I don't support his choking of women. Is that <laughs> no. fair? Yeah, I think that's we can fair. all agree that that's not on. Yeah. What does he do now? Because Chokes I can't women. see him doing a lot of conventions anymore. <laughs> well, no, he is doing conventions. No, he's I in think. one of the CSIs or something. Ah. Uh... I know when you when you Google him, it just comes up that he chokes bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that's life goals. Private practice without a trace. Criminal minds. That's it. Criminal minds. He's oh, okay. Yeah, because he's got one. Yeah. Oh, he's just a, he's just a method actor. Because he's uh, three counts of criminal mischief. <laughs> criminal mischief sounds like something that that people will be charged with in a kids show. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, oh, gonna, you're under arrest for mischief. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Enid Blyton book. Now pop those pies back on the windowsill. You're coming to jail. <laughs> we'll teach these kids a lesson. They'll think twice next time before committing any mischief. Mm-hmm. It's regionalised just to Cornwall. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Starring Nicholas Brendan. <laughs> As himself. It's okay, so everyone's heard that they've finally found water on Mars, right? Yeah. yeah. Big news, evidently, but not for Ridley Scott, it seems. Yes, no. when it came out that uh, there was water on Mars, which is obviously... A big fucking deal. Um, yep. Ridley Scott, director of The Martian, uh, his response was, <laughs> I knew about water on the Mars months ago. <laughs> in true Ridley style. Yeah. I've seen water on Mars over 2,000 2, times. times. <laughs> <laughs> I've drunk litres of Mars water. <laughs> Apparently NASA told him about it because yeah. they wanted to know if it could be included in the movie somehow. I well, think. he also has gone as far as saying this. I first talked to NASA, and we got into all kinds of stuff. And I said, you know they've got those massive glaciers? And they said, yeah, that massive white thing on the surface of Mars that's covered in dust. We, we think that's ice. And I said, does that mean there was an ocean? And they went, good question. So they went up there to find out. Like, like <laughs> it was his idea for them to test for water on Mars. Yes. I read, I first... Ridley Scott's just pointed out uh, there's some big white stuff on Mars. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> no, it's really weird. When I first read this and I've gone, like, Nasser's told him about it, I thought, why the hell would they tell him? But then I thought about it. He's probably a good person to tell because he's making the Martian. He's out there trying to make space fun. Oh, this movie is printing... Martian porn. <laughs> printing astronauts <laughs> <Yeah>. for NASA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> told you, I'm sure. When I was there at Space Center, they were pushing Mars. Like, they want kids to get interested in this shit because they need people to sign up. and To go and die there. I have. Well, people kind of lost interest in, in in space for a long time. So I think they're just... Anything like this that comes out, people getting into it again, it's just awesome. Like, yeah. mm. And they're like, yep, we've got to, got to keep it going. Yep. I'm pretty excited to see this film, actually. Hopefully I'll have maybe seen it before next episode 
I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm past halfway through the book, so I don't want to talk ah. about that yet. I mm. tried to see it last night, and it had sold out absolutely everywhere. Wow. Yeah. It's actually school holidays here, so I'm waiting till school holidays are over before I even <laughs> consider going to see it. <laughs> I was going to make a joke, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not allowed, in the, not allowed in the cinema until school goes back. I just don't like people. Yeah, I know. Especially I the know. little ones. The beautiful little That's ones. That's why I go to the cinema up the road from me here in Auburn, because no one goes there. Yeah, I go to the so movies true. on a Monday night for the 9.30 screening. Yeah, yeah, right. There's been quite a few times where I have the whole place to myself. We've done that. When Dan lived here, we went and saw... What yeah, was the one with uh, Shia LaBeouf and Tom Hardy and... Oh, uh, yeah. Everybody in it, the, um, the Nick Cave one. Something like that. Criminal. Yeah. I think it was called Prohibition Criminal Men. Yeah. Or something like that. And... um. It was called Moonshine Makers. <laughs> <laughs> we were literally the only people in there. It was great. Yeah. Did you touch each other? Well, well, it wouldn't have mattered really if people were there. Yeah. But that's yeah, right. no, we obviously. did the Dutch rudder. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We celebrated the end of prohibition <laughs> <laughs> by jacking each other off. <laughs> uh, did you guys see this uh, humble bundle subscription thing? I did and I looked at it and I don't know what to think of it. Yeah, I don't know either. At first I was like, oh that's pretty cool and then I was like, is it? How often does I don't it know. come out? Once a month. Because I don't I don't get every humble bundle. I was like, that's weird. I don't know if I would want that. But then I'm like, it's the same as all the other, you know, pay yeah. X amount a month and get a bunch of free shit 90 90% of which you don't want. Yeah. But at least when you are doing it that time, you actually there's one game you know you, you want in that bundle and that's why you do it. No, no, yeah. no, but I'm talking about I'm not talking about games. I'm talking about like uh Nerd Block or Loot Crate mm. or whatever, right? I'm if if you especially if you're in Australia, that's costing you what? 30 bucks a month. And fuck knows what you're going to get. It's actually close to about 45 a month in Australia now. Right, okay. Because the exchange rate has gone yeah. to hell. I cancelled mine just because of the shipping. I, I yeah, actually, it wasn't, I was enjoying it. Was fun it, to but, get. Well, that's what, and I thought about that, and then I was like, well, this is the same thing, really. But the thing is, they even advertise it as you're getting like $30 worth of stuff, but it's costing me more than that. <laughs> you're talking about Loot Crate or Humble Bundle? L- Loot Crate. Yeah, right. The Humble Bundle, it's... What, $12 a month? Yeah. You get a bunch of PC games. They're guaranteed to be PC games and maybe other platforms, depending, because mm. they can't guarantee it, I guess. It's just going to be something I'm not going to join up to for a while, because I want to see at least a couple of months. Yeah, exactly. Coming out. Yeah, well, I haven't even got an example. What caliber But of, even that of way, they might, they might put in the, uh, the really great games in the first couple of months, knowing that everyone is going to do that. <laughs> right, yeah. Mm. I mean, that's what I'd First do. month, Fallout 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They all want to sign up just in case. (laughs) Uh, We're going to talk about Fallout 4 a bit later on. Foreshadowing. Fuck you. No, I don't. don't. Wasn't what I'd dreamed. What? What? No, 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 you'll understand. understand. Well, I mean, is that a good segue? Yeah. Fucking tell me right now. We went to EB Expo today. Jenna and I went to EB Expo. We had a good time, lots of fun. And we, we saw a few games... And we recorded some audio. Actually, we recorded video as well. So there'll be a, be a video going up on YouTube uh, this week as well. Uh, but this is uh, these are some clips uh, from throughout the day as we talked about what we were getting on with at EB okay. Expo. So here we go. Getting ready to head to EB Expo. EB Expo. What are you excited to play? Games. What are you playing? Uh, an indie game called Projection. And what's the deal? I don't know yet. So far, I'm a little uh, paper cutting. That's just traversing through this world of other paper cuttings with a cat as a guide. 
it's like it's not, I'm gonna say it's it's not like Limbo. It's like reminds me a bit of Limbo, but it's not like Limbo. I think it, I think it would be unfair to say that it's like Limbo, like because it seems quite original actually. This is cool. All right, I'm going to talk to Michael Chu, creator of Projection, which is an indie game that's showing here at EB Expo. Um, can you tell us a bit about the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah Matt. Uh, so this game is a shadow puppet theater game. Um, it's about light manipulation. So in a world full of shadows, whoever controls the light source essentially controls how the world works. Um, so you can create platforms and reach accessible areas um, just by changing where the light goes. Yeah. Um, so that's really what this game is about, um, the puzzle mechanics behind light manipulation. So how do you go about coming up with puzzles? Because it looks like it could be quite complicated to, to, to kind of conceive the puzzles for this. Uh, yeah, no, actually, once we uh, once we figured out that this could be a cool mechanic, um, it, it led to trying to find interesting ways of uh, setting up situations which people would find enjoyable um, to be able to play with the light or create interesting effects as well. Yeah. Um, because there is a lot of... Uh, play involved just with uh, moving where the light and see what happens. Yeah. Um, so it's, it is a very... So you just kind of play it yourself and see what's fun? Yeah, I do. I, yeah. But it's also important to try and figure out step by step, yeah. um, teaching the player what they can do with the light. Um, so... Yeah, I feel like that works well from yeah, what I saw. Like, you, you, when you introduce new stuff, it's kind of, like, it feels like it's intuitive. It's yeah, yeah, the, the light mechanic never actually changes. It's, it's only this one thing. It's the world around you which changes, um, and you try and apply what you've... Uh, what you've learned using the light to whatever uh, changes around the world. Awesome. So how can people find out more about the game if they want? Uh, you can follow hashtag projection game on Twitter. Mm -hmm. um, there's also shadowplaystudios.com uh, if you want to get all the latest updates on what's happening. Awesome. Cool. Thanks. All right. Cheers. Could you tell me what you're playing now? I was just having a quick go of just, just this, 2016. Oh, wow, awesome. Could you tell me about the game? I was just, can I, 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 I need some water, we've got any water. Uh, no, I'm sorry, we don't have any water here. Just any, anything, could you just, maybe yeah, just... Uh, you're missing some of your steps. Just, just, could you just piss on my face a little, maybe I can... <laughs> <laughs> We're about to check out Fallout 4 at EB Expo. Are you a Fallout fan? Oh, I am a huge not Fallout fan. Really? Really. <laughs> Why is that? Um, I played a little bit of 3, and but when I say a little bit, I think I just made it out of um, the vault. Oh, yeah. Just not <laughs> yeah. the one, and I just <laughs> didn't enjoy it so much. You didn't really give it a big chance. No, I didn't. I didn't. You're right. Well, hopefully they'll convince you this time. Yeah, maybe. Because I'm really excited about this game. All right. <laughs> and I know probably everybody else on the podcast is too. And the listeners. So let's get you excited. All right. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait. All right, we'll report back afterwards. <laughs> All right, so we didn't get to play Fallout 4. We just kind of watched a bunch of... Uh... The E3 trailer. Yeah, we kind of watched a bunch of videos. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was pretty cool. What did you think? Uh, look, it does... It looks pretty cool. Um, the thing that kept me from playing the other ones and the thing that I, I still think is is happening here... Yeah. Um, I find the movement of the characters, whatever engine they used, I find the movement very unnerving. Okay. Uh, it's not fluid, and it really takes me out of the game. Oh, okay. Did you, have you played, like, Skyrim or any of that? Yeah, the same, I found yeah. the same thing. So I couldn't play it because I just, I don't like the way they move. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, 
the only thing that would interest me about playing Fallout 4 yeah. is the setting. Yeah, right. I'll because just... Boston is so close to home for me. Yeah, yeah. So it'd be cool to see that in a post-apocalyptic yeah, I was environment. Yeah, would discuss, because he says that the map is, the si- is at least the size of Skyrim, which, I mean, I would think that would include areas around Boston, so possibly, like, It does look like... like it, because there were... Um, kind of marshy areas and things yeah, that some, some aren't area, in the city. Yeah, maybe, okay, well the other thing that they showed us which was not ex- which was unexpected was a the trailer. Doom trailer. The trailer for the new Doom game. Yeah. Now that looks exciting. It looks pretty awesome. Yeah. And uh, and one thing that they talked about in regards to both games is the fact that they they want to bring modding in in a big way. Uh, that's right. You can now build things in Fallout. It's not a part of the game per right. se. So if you make right. mods uh, on a PC, they'll be able to go onto the consoles as well. Right. So. Well, I'll try it out. I'll see how I how I cope with it. Well, I'll be buying it, so it'll be around. All right. <laughs> so we just lined up to get into a shop. Uh, we lined to get the, into the the EB Expo. The EB Expo shop, shop at EB Expo. It's just it's just like it's a just, giant EB. Yeah. Uh, no red signs. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to wait very long, but I just thought it was a little odd that that, that had to happen. Uh, but we're in here now, and yeah, it's a, it's a big EB, so I don't know. Maybe I'll buy some stuff. Maybe I'll buy a present for Luke. He'll like that. Oh. <laughs> All right. Jenna is playing the flame in the flood, or is that like an the flame in the flood? The flame in the flood. Yeah. Tell us a bit about it. Uh, it seems to be a survival game. You are a kind of cartoony girl and her dog um, traversing a river and islands and collecting items for crafting and to eat. Uh, I finally just come upon something I can fight. That thing I is going to eat you. No, no, no. Didn't, didn't attack me. Um, it's only the beta, so I don't know if there's too much to do yet or much of an end game, but it seems pretty cool. It is attacking oh, you. fight me. I'm going to use my bandage. Boy. And hopefully it happens before he hits me again. So it, it seems similar to Don't Starve in a way, but kind of, I don't know, I think it maybe looks a bit cooler. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know if anything's cooler than Don't Starve. <laughs> don't Starve had limited appeal for me. I think this, <laughs> this looks like it could be more fun, but yeah. Uh, I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid you've died. So I don't know. This looks pretty cool. Will you play it later? Good game anyway. I will. I would like to check this out. Flame in the flood. The flame in the flood. We've just been informed on the way out that New South Wales police have asked people not to wear the Vault Boy masks uh, out around the Olympic Park. Oh God! Oh God! He's wearing a mask. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I guess they think all gamers are criminals because we learn to shoot stuff. We're so. all gonna die. <laughs> So uh, anyway, our, our masks are safely tucked away, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll make it home safely. Games do inspire violence. 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 <laughs> they inspire violence. We just played the scariest game at EB Expo, and it was trying to get a beer when the NRL final is going on. It was it was horrible. There were like people smoking and drinking Forex and just. Oh, Some kind of sports playing loudly on a screen behind us now. I don't, I don't know now. what's but happening. We gotta try and get out of here. Oh, we gotta go. And that was EB Expo. What a day. So, what present did you buy me? <laughs> You'll find out later. Jeez. I got you. I got you. I told you. I got you a Vault Boy mask. <laughs> I thought you were buying me something from the EB store. Maybe I paid for the Vault Boy mask. <laughs> <laughs> Priceless. The video that I'm I'm gonna put up is the interview with with Michael Chu 
uh, with video of the game. So uh, if you're interested, and you should be, because it's a really cool game, um, check it out. It'll be on our YouTube, and we'll link to it. Uh, to the social do they call him Chewy? They do call him Chewy. Good, good. And all <laughs> is right with the world. <laughs> it's a really cool game, and he's a yeah, really cool guy. Very, um, very interesting. I think you would like it, Dan. It's um, sweet. It sounds great. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. So yeah, check out the video. It's like yeah, art. The art is beautiful, uh, and the gameplay is really interesting and fun. Um, but yeah, so I didn't get to play Fallout Four. I just got to watch a bunch of videos about Fallout Four, yeah. and then listen to a guy talk about it. Because I'm kind of so. trying not to watch too many videos about it. I, mm. I mean, at this stage, I just want to play it. Yeah, I don't want to be teased I mean, anymore. I just, I just want to shove it in. You know what I mean? I did learn. I did learn some stuff because I, like I said, I've been avoiding stuff too. Like, yeah. I learned things about whoa, whoa, the crafting whoa. system. Don't, and, don't tell and, me if you don't want to fucking know. <laughs> See, and the other thing is too. I don't know if I should be saying this, but he actually asked people not to record the uh, the the, <laughs> the the event. Right. But I was already recording, and the lights were down, so yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be like, do and <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> stop, stopping yeah. recording. So I just left it. Sure. So, so he said, "Don't <laughs> don't record," and you took that to mean, "Don't start recording from now." Yeah, I, I took it to mean, "Don't draw attention to myself because I'm recording." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's and fair. have been this whole I time. Don't understand this. Don't record it. Don't put it out there because mm. it just leaks. Just well, the second you announce it as well, just put it out there. I got to say, if they're worried about ruining the surprise, I can tell you the surprise was ruined because so many people were pissed off that they lined up to play Fallout 4 because no one, no one said you weren't going to get to play it and it sure as hell looked like yeah. all the other booths where you get to play the games, right? And then right. you get in there and it was just a theater. And so a lot of people that we talked to later on were saying, oh, don't bother lining up for Fallout 4. It's just a big theater and they'll put fucking YouTube on for you. <laughs> right. People were a bit disappointed with that. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever, the game's going to sell them bajillion copies anyway yeah yeah just to me alone when they originally announced it if they had to come out and said and you can buy it now they would have sold exactly the same amount of copies as they're going to in november yeah yeah well he he mentioned during the uh thing that um during gamescom in in the uk uh fallout for got the viewers choice award for most for best game mm. uh they weren't even showing it at the show it wasn't even there <laughs> <laughs> wow it's one hell of an endorsement <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, the, this thing markets itself. Yeah. Did you actually get a look at the Halo 5? Because I know they had that there. Oh. Uh, I didn't because I didn't really care and the lines were very long. See, that's the other thing too. I actually wanted to play Rise of the Tomb Raider because mm. I've been playing the first one. And I was yep. curious because the videos, it looks amazing. Like the graphics in it look... Because I know the original was a 360 game and then it got ported to Xbox One and done up. But the new yep. one looks even better. So... Mm. I really wanted to play it. And so the line was quite short. So we were in the line and we were like, oh, I haven't moved in about 20 minutes. What's going on? And then the woman from Xbox came over and said, oh, just let you know, it's, oh, it's you know, going to be about another hour from here. Not yes. hour wait. And we we're like, oh, <laughs> fuck it. So no, I didn't really play. I didn't play that. I didn't play Halo. I didn't play Battle... Oh man, Battlegrounds, Star Wars. Oh, the Star Wars Battlegrounds. The yeah. line for that was <laughs> fucking intense. Like there was no way I was going to line up for that. It was it was mad. Considering it's going to be Star Wars Battlegrounds, like you've played right. it before. Yeah, just a you know what? One. I'm going to buy it. I don't need to. I don't need to worry about it. Like it's already on the list. No, so. the reason I was actually I was about Halo is I was wondering if you actually got to use one of the new, new controllers, the Elite controller. No, I didn't. Apparently, they had one there, and when I went over to look for it, it had been removed because I think someone broke it. <laughs> and sorry, the other thing that I did play, we didn't mention this uh, in the, in the audio or anything, but we played uh, Cuphead, which is Cuphead. Yeah, it's a it's a little game 
where it's in the style of um, Steamboat Willie, sort of. Oh, yeah. It's in color, but it's it's in the style, like, you know, that kind of look. And uh, it's kind of a... It's, you know, the way uh, the Legend of Zelda 2, the, you know, Adventure of Link or whatever it's Link's Adventure. Never or, heard of it. Uh, <laughs> you wander around a top-down world mm-hmm. and then you enter different levels that have um, uh, side-scrolly sections and boss fights and stuff. And look, it's, it's, it's cool. I, I, I wanted to call it an indie game, but I don't know if it is indie. I think it's like Microsoft Studios, which I don't think... Is that, is that independent, technically? I don't think it is. doesn't sound independent. I, I, no, I could be wrong. If it is an indie, I apologize, but... Um, yeah oh yeah and one other thing about the expo uh the indie area is now uh one desk and there were three guys there uh michael who we spoke to and and a couple of other guys um and man apparently eb is just not that interested in in the indie scene anymore so they should give like a whole area to them i'd be very surprised if there's anybody there at all next year because it's gone from from being a whole separate like room off the side to being a uh, reasonable size. Yeah, you saw it last year, Luke. It was, yeah. it was all right. Well, PAX always does an indie area. Oh, maybe the problem is that EB's not chasing them, or, or maybe the problem is PAX is doing such a good job that the indies are like, ah, no, I'd rather do that. Well, PAX. actually, think about it. The indies, EB makes no money from those games. Yeah. They're never going to sell uh, any yeah, of them. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but they make a fuck ton of money off, off the convention, and, I mean, they, they have to pay for the booth. It's not like... Yeah, no, no, I think. Yeah, about you get it. rid of that, and you give more room to actually. Yeah, right, right. EB are going to sell. Yeah. Go, okay. I could charge the indies budget price because they're independent, or I could just let Nintendo have that area, and they'll mm. pay us, yep. you know, per square meter. Yeah, yeah, fair point. It's just a little sad, really. It's uh, disappointing because those. I mean, those are generally the most interesting games because I know about the other games. I know what Tomb Raider is going to be. I know what Fallout Four is going to be. I'm excited about them, but I know what they are. Like, if I want to learn about mm. new games, like it's not going to be them. You know what I mean? Totally. So, yeah. don't forget at PAX we're using a Oculus Rift. Yeah, we we have to do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have so fun. and yeah, yeah, listeners, I'll remind you again: if you're going to be at PAX, come and find us, and we'll give you a little prize, and you'll get a hug from Luke. Yes, maybe a little grope. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell them now. There'll be no, there'll be no grope. There'll be no grope unless you grope there Luke. Might be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm upset I couldn't go this year, but I'm, hopefully I can get time off work and go next year. Yeah, actually. I don't know. EBX never really interested me. It's you know the other thing it's missing is it's missing all the panels. That's the thing about yeah. PAX. Is, it, it, EB Expo is is PAX. It's just a trade um, show. Yeah, but without any of the panels and stuff, it's just the show floor, and it's fucking more expensive too because they split it up into, um, you know, the morning session and the afternoon session. You've got to buy like ten tickets, and like if you want to stay there all day, you've got to buy two, or you get the you know the the gamer pack or whatever mm. pack is going to be fun because we actually do get uh, the panels is why i go to the things yeah the panels are really good all right then you brought a game yeah so uh you haven't played it i must know what it is well today um we went up to uh the mall and mm-hmm. um she was looking at uh makeup in the makeup store and so i was <laughs> off on my own so uh of course i turned that into an opportunity and i bought a game so uh i've bought Mad Max on Luke's recommendation, ah. and uh, that was only a short while ago, so I've not had a chance to play it yet. So I can okay. make no comment. Uh, so you went with Mad Max over The Witcher. There was no Witcher, like I said. A lot of places don't stock it here. I've yet to see it on the mm. shelf. Okay, I think Mad Max might be better for you because it's not as full on as Witcher. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. Mad Max is a bit more pick up and put down play. Okay, right. Okay. That's that's good because still a these lot days do. I don't have a lot of free time for games. Mm. Witcher okay. Two was very involved, so I'm sure Witcher yeah. Three is as well. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it's one of those games that if you don't remember what was happening, you might as well just start again. Yeah. Although actually, no, that's not quite fair because in Witcher Three they do a much better a job of making it making the information available to you. Like, yeah. Well, that's so, what I even like in the load screens for The Witcher. It actually mm. comes up and gives you a quick refresher of what you're sort of doing at the moment. Yeah, and you can go and look up each character and all that kind of stuff in in the in the book. It's it's the first right one was them. was terrible for that because it doesn't. I didn't. I, if I load up my Witcher one save game, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, like where where am I? Who knows? Forget about it. He obviously survived because he's in Witcher three. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, he played well. I will say I've had sex with everyone. <laughs> All right, and if you played what about Witcher- the game? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've also gave Witcher a try. Yeah. I'm gonna probably have that finished in the next few days. Oh man, I just don't have that much time to be, like all the side quests and everything. Oh no, um, I'll have probably all the co- Witcher contracts and the main story done probably by the end of the week okay. for all of that. All right, maybe I'm now playing Lego Dimensions as well. So. <laughs> Lego Dimensions—that—that's a fun game. Mm. I've, I've yeah. kind of gotten bored of the Lego games. I must admit, they had—they um, had a big, big setup for Lego Dimensions. What is it? At EDX, um, right? Obviously, you know, I walked straight past it and went, "Oh, Lego!" <laughs> and I didn't. Look you know, at it. like the Disney Infinity, how you get—you buy the figures and they go on. Oh, are you serious? The little pad, and then they go into the game. Well, Lego have done the same thing, but theirs—you actually also get <sighs> God vehicles damn it, Luke. and. What? You didn't buy Disney Infinity? Yeah, I got that too. Oh, have you? Okay, never mind. Yeah. You should play. Yeah, okay. I brought it because you wanted to play with me and I went out and got it and then you never played it. Well, since I just found out that you bought it, <laughs> maybe that explains something. <laughs> Proceed with your story about Lego Dimensions, please, sir. Um, <laughs> so you get the characters, you put them on, and then mm. it all comes, also comes with like little vehicles and stuff. Right, okay. No instructions on how to build them. You actually get the instructions for that in the game. Ah. So as you're playing along, wow. you've got to put the vehicle together. And then further on, you're going to take the vehicle apart and rearrange it to make it a different vehicle that has different abilities. And Interesting. I don't know, it just seems a little bit more into it than like the Disney or the Skylander mm. ones where it's just, hey, buy all of these figures. Yeah. Hey, look, it's got Star Wars on it. Buy it. <laughs> Which I, I will be doing the second they release the original Star Wars characters for yeah. Disney Infinity 3. Mm, yeah, I saw the some of the original ones today. They look, yeah. they look cool, but oh, that sounds interesting. I guess, but no, it's just a little bit more fun. It's a it's a, it's a Lego game which mm. I've played them a million times. They're all the same. You know, I did play yesterday. Mm. I played Destiny again. Oh. I jumped on uh, with uh, Simon. G'day, Simon. He's a friend of ours. He listens. He does all the artwork for the show, actually. So he's a he's a top bloke. And uh, I played some Destiny with him yesterday. And man, that game is fun. Did you have to get up at the crack of dawn? Of course, he lives in the UK. Of course, I did. Yeah, but uh, it was worth it, man. The game's—it's really good, and it's changed a lot since I played it last because the the expansion, the Taken King, is out, and because it's an MMO style game, that changes the world. And there's just fucks, lots to do. It's like it's really cool. Hmm. I think it is one of those games that I would find it fun if I was playing with people. Yeah, well, I'll uh, I'll be sure to extend you an invite next time. I apologize. I assumed you weren't awake. I'll be honest. No, no, I had to be awake yesterday. Uh, I think I saw you come online about the time I was finishing. So, but we'll see. Um, <laughs> but next, no, no, next time I'll invite you, or we could just play, play it another yeah. time. But yeah, no, it's really fun. Uh, I think 
Because they've know, changed all the levelling up and everything. Yeah, yeah. Because I sort of stopped playing when I got to the end of the, the, the story. Right. See, I, haven't even, I didn't bother playing the story again. I was just doing stuff, like going around doing then, patrols and stuff you, with Simon. But didn't you have to level up by just getting better armour? Uh, see, I haven't reached that point yet. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe that, everyone else is bored <laughs> with it because I just don't have any time to play it, so I don't have time to get bored of it. <laughs> yep. Could be. Yeah, but no, it used to be that you get to level 20, and then to level up from there, you had to pick up better armour and then use crystals. I don't know. Okay. It was stupid. I got bored of it in about five minutes. I never leveled up. But I wasn't playing with people. Well, let's rectify that. Yes. Would rectify sound dirty to anyone else? Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. if I oh, told you I was going to rectify you, like... <laughs> <laughs> I'd know what you mean. both violent and sexual, which is how you like it. I get the message, let's say. Can we talk about... I know, Dan, you've seen True Detective, right? I have indeed. Have you seen it, Luke? No. Are you ever going to watch it? Probably not. Oh, I don't want to go on about it then, but I would like to talk about it because I want to know, what did you think of it, Dan? Well, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. I thought season one was very, very good. I thought mm-hmm. some of the episodes... Look, I'll be honest. I had to watch the first episode twice. We put it on mm-hmm. and we didn't really enjoy it. We turned it off. A couple of months later when other people were raving about it, we decided to give it another go. And I'm oh, glad okay. we did. So we went back in. I think it peaks in the middle. But I think those kind of episodes three and four or four and five, whichever the two middle ones, are, are some of the most amazing television I've ever seen, kind of tapers off at the end. That is so interesting, because you can probably guess what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it, Matt? I thought it was fantastic up until episode three. Yeah. And then I thought, fuck off. I don't, wanna, I don't even know if I want to watch it anymore. And then I thought, no, everyone said it's really good. And I knew that someone had said, people had said something about either it got good or it got worse or something about how it had like a peak and trough kind of yeah. situation. So I thought maybe it would redeem itself. And it kind of did, but not really. Uh, but definitely season th- uh, episodes three and four, and particularly the, I think it was episode three, the one where he goes and fucking undercover at the bike gang and yeah. does the fucking, de- fucking boring as fuck. It was nothing to do with, the, like it was a completely different TV show. <laughs> but they was, had a oh, shot man. that went for eight minutes, Matt. Unbroken, Didn't matter. unedited shot. Fuck uh-huh. me, that was impressive. It was so like... Not even the same TV show. like. But what about that bit? I think it was in the episode previous to that. Because for those of you who haven't watched it, it's set both in the present day and in the past. And it's narrated by the same characters in the present day. So you'll hear them talking. They're under indictment. You'll hear them talking and then you'll cut away to what they're doing. And it always matches up, obviously. And then somewhere in the third or fourth episode... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, with the big shootout. The flashbacks start not matching up with what they're saying, and at first you're confused, and then you're like, holy shit, no, they're lying. And it's like... And I'm seeing what's really happening. And that was just such an amazing moment. I was going to... I was ready to name my first girl child True Detective because (laughs) I I was so enamoured with the show at that point. I know what you mean, but see... I had already, I don't know what it was. It was just that it was like, it had all the things that I like. It was creepy and it was about, you know, like this creepy murder. And I was like, oh, who's this murderer? And then it had like this kind of, kind of thing where is, is someone up high in the department or in the, in the, in that, you know, that kind of someone in power in the state in on this and that kind of thing. And then all of a sudden he was like, uh, 
uh, even though I'm kind of a weird, awkward, um, nerdy, nihilist kind of guy, I'm actually a fucking badass, and I'm going to go undercover in this bike gang, and the show is just going to completely change tone for like two or three episodes. Hope you don't mind, and I did mind. <laughs> I just really, really like, yeah, I don't know. And then, like I said, never really redeemed itself because uh, the ending it, it was going really well because it's. The, I guess the, my issue was that it seemed like it was going to be about kind of more following clues and investigating and it still was in a way but it came too became too actiony and sure it was like i didn't quite too much action folks oh. you heard it here matt is criticizing <laughs> thought... the show because there is too much action i thought it was going to be about them trying to track down a serial killer and it wasn't even really it is it sort of was at the end it to- totally was <laughs> but it wasn't because spoilers they find him yeah well we'll talk about how that was disappointing as well um but he um but it's not that it wasn't though because it was like oh yeah he's linked to this drug deal so we got to go we got to go get him you know I got to convince him that I'm going to do drug deals with him again and then we're going to go with the bike gang to to rough up people in this bad part of town and then and then it's going to be like a big shootout and the cops are going to show up and I'm like what the fuck has this got to do with like I want it to be more like seven you know what I mean sure, like yeah. I th- and because people said oh it's got this like Lovecraftian kind of creepy vibe and it kind of it that, those episodes lost all that for me and that's what i liked and so i i mean maybe if i'd known that was going to happen i would have been less disappointed sure. um and also i i thought like again i don't want to i don't want to spoil it if people listen because it is good it's worth watching I did, I did enjoy the ride apart from a little little dip there at episode three and four um <laughs> but i found the villain very disappointing really even the yeah. weird incestuous I thought after thing he has all with that, his mother, and she's like, "You're going to make flowers on me." That was like, like out of the the murder and and the and the the cult and the and all that stuff was so interesting. And then he was just a fucking dead shit. And I was like, <laughs> "You lost me." Yeah. Like, I thought this was going to be really interesting because of all the the imagery and the and the and. You know, like yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just like, nah. He's just, he's just fucking red now. It's just House of a Thousand Corpses. Surprise! And I was like, oh, that's not what I. It's just not what I thought it was going to be. I that's thought it was probably gonna more be... accurate, though. I know, but <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't know. There, like I said, there were a few things like that that just made me go, oh, I really wish it had. Yeah, I just wish it had been what I wanted it to be. All right, so that's all I wanted. That's fair. Um. And I think the only other thing there is to say about it is how did you like Dave's performance? <laughs> that did make me laugh a lot. Was but that was the other thing too. I thought I thought I oh mean Cole reminds me of of Dave a lot because he's just so cynical. Yeah, yeah. But then also when he was like, oh by the way, also I'm uh, I'm a badass and I'm gonna go <laughs> gonna go hang out with this bikey gang and do all these crimes and stuff. I was like, oh, he's just, he's what Dave wants to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. Um, Dave did say to me once, oh, you know, they're, uh, they're calling me Russ Cole at work. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Doesn't surprise me. I don't know. I thought he was, he was interesting apart from, from those diversions from when he was being interesting. It's all one big yeah. ghetto, man. A giant gutter in outer space. I just thought that he was an interesting character, and then it was like they went too far with with loading in all this stereotype shit. Where 
Oh yeah, this is narcotics and uh, and uh, yeah, so I'm a badass. I'm in with this biker gang. Oh, also yeah, no, I was in serving in robbery, so I'm actually an expert burglar as well because he does that <laughs> later on. He fucking burgles this guy's fancy ass system. I don't know. That stuff bugged me. Do you think they had it planned like this from the start, or is this something where what to annoy me of- and apparently <laughs> nobody else? Everyone else loves the show, but they're like, this is gonna piss Matt off because he's got this very specific idea of what he wants from it. <laughs> but you 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 could watch them whenever you liked, right? Oh, I I could, but I just I just watched them kind of over the course of a week or two, yeah. right? Because oh, I, I didn't have to wait one Is a week for eight right, weeks, right? And waited a week in between, and discussed it in between where it was up to with other people who were also watching it, mm. um, with no way of watching further on. And I think that yeah. was part of it, you know, the speculation. It was it was kind of like serial, you know. I right. just wanted to See, know what happened next. Do you know, I genuinely, and this is, this is not a lie, after episode three it had finished, I actually said, I don't know if I want to watch it anymore. I'm really disappointed. Wow. Like, I'm, I'm worried now that this show is, is going to shit, and I was really enjoying it. I was actually really disappointed. And, I mean, it did kind of redeem itself a bit, but I guess I... Have different tastes. Well, don't watch season two because it's utter shit. Yeah, I've heard that. I've and heard that and when I saw the first episode, I was like, oh God, you are off to a rocky mm. start. But <laughs> I'm, sure, <laughs> I'm sure it gets better. And I think after episode four, I was like, well, I don't care if this gets better because it's just stupid. <laughs> there are too many characters. Yeah. It's too much of a cliche. I can understand why they didn't make it like the first one because they obviously thought, let's take it in a new direction. But that was a mistake. i got to say, McConaughey was... Fucking awesome in it. He was. Yeah, his performance was great. I was really impressed. Although he was the same character that he played in Interstellar with the different backstory. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> same yeah. mannerisms and stuff. We're just kicking around here in the dirt. Just when I talk, I just don't like to use a whole lot of air. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like a there's like a whole troop of actors that kind of loud whisper instead of talking. Yeah. Do you know who's the best? Who was the classic? Yeah. Christopher Lambert. Oh, yeah. The, the fate original. of millions is in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he has the greatest pickup line on earth. <laughs> he sure does. <laughs> Connor McLeod of the Claire McLeod and I'm immortal. Have sex with me now. <laughs> yep. You're still kind of queer. Why? You're cruising for some ass. <laughs> <laughs> Why, Garfield? You're cruising for a piece of ass. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Garfield. Yeah. Uh, you a faggot, Nash. I got a theory for you. I, I was going to say that, and I was like, oh, it probably, probably, doesn't, probably doesn't say that. You went down to the garage for a blowjob. Argued over the <laughs> price. <laughs> oh, that's it. I want to watch that now. I'm going to watch that after this. It's such a good movie. I've got it on DVD. I should watch it. Before we move on, I want to give out some, some beta codes. Is that all right? Yeah, you can give out some beta codes, man. If, uh, if Listeners, if you're interested in Tom Clancy's The Division, and you should be, it looks pretty cool, uh, and you want to get in on the beta... Uh, I'm going to give out two codes right now. And uh, for those of you saying, oh, I don't listen to the podcast straight away, calm down. We're going to give out some more on the, on the Twitter and on the Facebook. So keep an eye out on those. Twitter.com slash mnerdgasm. Facebook.com slash multiplenerdgasm. Or just search for multiplenerdgasm. Uh, also, multiplenerdgasm.com is our website. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com is our email address. And uh, what else? Oh, Patreon.com slash multiplenerdgasm. If you want to support us. You're feeling rich. Financially. I mean, when I say supporters, I mean that literally financially supporters. You give us a couple of bucks an episode and we'll love you forever. Yeah. For now. Ever. Forever. And that is a long time. It is a long time. Because we are Buddhists. 
and we believe in the <laughs> cyclical nature of the universe. That's right. <laughs> but that does mean that when you subscribe, you subscribe forever. So <laughs> you can never leave. Never ends. We've adjusted the rewards on Patreon a bit just to kind of, uh, just so we don't have to send out t-shirts and hoodies because they cost us a fucking fortune. And also just to kind of make it a bit more accessible. Yeah, we really losing money there. So if you mm. go on there for $2 or more, uh, you'll get a uh, a thank you pack from us, which will contain stickers and badges and 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 stuff that we have lying around, and uh, you know, and, and a personalized thank you note. So, so you can get that, and hopefully in future more stuff like these beta codes that I'm about to give out to everybody now. So, well, I just talk about it, Matt. Uh, do it. All right. So the way this works is you go to thedivisiongame.com/slash/beta, enter the code, and you can actually choose what platform you want as well. So these will work for any platform. That's awesome. Yeah, that Xbox One, PS4, or PC. What so, about Nintendo Wii? Mm, no. What about Amiga 500? No, I played with one of those today actually. At, Did you? Uh, at the expo, yeah. I played uh, International Karate. Oh, <laughs> and then when you press, did you press T on the keyboard so your trousers come down? <laughs> I didn't, I forgot. Oh, so good. <laughs> All right, let me get these codes out. Let me get these codes out. All right, so the first one is, so go to the, the divisiongame.com slash beta, type in this code. 1XQTGFCVFBU1. You can rewind it if you want to hear that again. <laughs> and- <laughs> you can rewind if you want to hear anything again, really. I don't need your permission for that. <laughs> The code number two is 6RZGPBNH8K7J. And whichever one of you was just typing then, writing that down, stop it. All right, use the code. If you guys want a code, ask me and I'll give you a code. But, uh, yeah. Can so, I have a code? <laughs> yeah, you can have a code. Of course. All right, I'll just delete this one. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I assume Luke wants a code. Please go ahead, redeem them, and let us know if you did, because uh, we'd like to hear from you. Podcast at multiplenerdgasm.com. Do you guys want to hear episode three of Tempting Fate? I know everyone's hanging out for Man, it. I mean, like, at the water cooler at work every day, just discussing mm-hmm. Tempting Fate and like, what do we think happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. i got to say, I am... I am scared, but somewhat happy about the amount of fame Terry Smallshoe has earned over the yeah. short period yeah. he's fucking wedged his way onto this podcast. Well, I mean, he's got bigger than us in <laughs> yeah. a very short time. Yeah, no one cares about us. Terry has more followers on Instagram than I do. <laughs> and uh, I believe there's a band that's come out called Tempting Fate. <laughs> yeah, they, they followed us the other day, Tempting Fate, which made me laugh a lot. And I'm assuming that most of their songs are just about Sasquatch. looking for the yowie up in the pillar of scrub. Yeah, he, he's an icon. Uh, I mean, that just kind of makes this whole situation with, uh, you know, with his wife and everything all the more tragic. Yeah. Because mm. he's just such a pillar of the community. So anyway, let's... Uh, he's a pillager of the community. A, a pillager of the pillager community. <laughs> let's listen to episode three. Of Tempting Fate. Previously on Tempting Fate. I remember exactly what I was doing. Yeah, Terry had trouble remembering as well. After much discussion, Terry and I determined that the best way to verify Barnaby's story was to retrace the steps he says he took that day. We went back to the former tour offices of Small Shoe in Wellington and Terry's Holden, Toronto.
Okay, so first Barnaby says he got to the orphanage <laughs> in four minutes. So well, let's start the clock. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, it's left, right? Right. Right. <laughs> All right, I'll uh, just pop on the old indicator. And um, here we go. No, no, right, like, correct. It's the other way, Terry. The other way? Oh, why don't you say something? All right, well, I'm, I'm not very good at U-turns, so I uh, I might just pull over and check the old GPS on the phone um, to see if there's another way to get there. <laughs> Look at that. My friend just got a new cat. He's posted some uh, hilarious pics on Instagram. Uh, look, there he is, chasing some yarn. And look at this one. <laughs> if only I was that flexible. <laughs> Have you uh, you got an Instagram? I just wanted to see if you posted any nudes. 45 minutes later, we made it to the orphanage, and it was clear that there was no way that Barnaby could have arrived here in the time that he stated. We then headed back to the old office and decided to see if we could make it to the cave where Darlene was murdered and then on to the Pilliga Community Center where Barnaby had his memory training in under 21 minutes. <laughs> Terry, was that a stop sign? Nah, he wouldn't have been paying attention to those while he was raping and murdering my wife. <laughs> he probably took a shortcut through the scrub here. Well, here we are. Uh, let's continue on to the community center and see how long that takes. Oh. Looks like I interrupted their bingo game. Hi, Terry. Oh, g'day, Luke. <laughs> when are you, uh, when are you going to let me back on the podcast? Uh, well, I don't know about that, Terry. You kind of fucked us around a lot. We made it to the cave and then to the community center in just under 20 minutes. That gives Barnaby an entire minute to rape and murder Darlene. <laughs> Things don't seem to be looking good for him, but sometimes I just get this feeling like he could be innocent. Terry, do you ever think maybe he didn't do it? Nah. <laughs> Next time on Tempting Fate... We will run through Terry's version of events just for the sake of completeness, because, believe it or not, he was at some point a suspect. There you go. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. I mean, that tempting fate is now more popular than multiple nerdgasm, you know? <laughs> no, we're going to have to do a, do a spin-off podcast, yeah. maybe. Well, it's like yeah. how serials we'll became more popular than This American Life. Yeah, right, right. Mm. I was watching an episode of The Simpsons the other night and Lisa puts on This American Life and mm. Ira Glass's voice comes on going, okay, welcome to This American Life. I'm Ira Glass. Don't you hate being eight? No one listens to you. Up next. I was like, oh, nailed it. <laughs> oh, dearie me. Have you, uh, have you got a racial faux pas of the week for us, Dan? Oh, man, this... Uh, look, I... I you know, I... I'm going to play the jingle. Yeah, look, I, I live in Asia now, so I, I'm constantly putting my foot in my mouth and just saying things um, that are unintentionally racist. And but I, I, I get <laughs> I get accused of being racist too, even when I, I'm really pretty sure that I'm not. Like for example, today I was in a car, right, driving back from a gig, and the production manager turned to me and said, "We need to find 
someone with an Indian accent to do a voiceover for us. And mm-hmm. I looked up at the crew and said, Sanjay, have you ever done any voiceover work? And everyone went, <gasps> like it was racist that, I, that I'd asked him. But I was like, well, <laughs> he's he, an Indian he accent? is Indian. <laughs> right. So I don't see you why son of a bitch. Racist, right? Okay. So a lot of it's just like that. Right. But this happened to me last week when I was still in Manila, Philippines, right? And mm-hmm. I'd gotten out <laughs> of the airport and I needed a taxi. And what they do is they take you across the street. The taxi drivers all stand in front. They take you across the street and they take you into this little office. They ask you where you wanted to go. They log it. You pay them in advance and then they get you a cab, right? So mm-hmm. I'm walking with this Filipino cab driver across the street and we go into the little office and it's just me and him at one desk. And at the other desk, it's another Filipino cab driver and a black guy, right? Mm-hmm. And my driver says to me, oh, Stuck in here with one of those. And um, <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm, yeah. <clears throat> I just didn't really want to want to engage on that yeah, level. Yeah. So I just, <laughs> yeah, I just let it go, right? We just, I talked right, about my right, destination yeah. and stuff. Then we went mm-hmm. outside to wait for the cab to be brought around. And, uh, mm-hmm. and his colleague came out with a black guy. And they walked past mm-hmm. us on the way to their cab. We were silent. And then as they got out of earshot. He said, I'm sorry you had to be in there with that. And, um, <laughs> fucking hell. And I was like, no, mate, that's, that's no trouble. And then he says, they've got noses. Don't they know they smell? Oh, my God. God. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is like good old fashioned racism. You know, and like this is, this is the kind of racism you just assume doesn't happen anymore. Wow. But it does. And the fact that this guy was like, <laughs> Whitey here is going to agree with me. I can just be openly, blatantly racist. Right. See, that's the type of racism I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, sorry, what racism do you understand, Luke? <laughs> sorry, well, just to clarify on that. <laughs> well, no, no, what I meant is like, I don't understand. I don't understand racism at all. Right. Really. And even that, where it's so open and mm. I don't. There's no reason for him not to like that or even right. to even care about that person. Right. See, I think people would argue, you know, you said uh, y- you suggested the Indian guy might be able to do an Indian voiceover and people said that was racist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. People, I, can th- I think depending on what fucking usage of the word you're employing, you could make an argument for that because you did make a, uh, a, a, a race-based sure. yeah. statement. Yep. But like, I don't think in, in any way it, that was inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's because I'm a racist Australian, but yeah, but I'm yeah. but I think there's a big difference between between that and and the other usage of the word, which is what you just described, which is where somebody is just a fucking dickhead. Matt's been Australian for two weeks, for no- and he loves saying he's Australian now. <laughs> <laughs> I am Australian. So, so what would have been racist there is you, Dan, if you had gone, don't worry, I've got this, <laughs> and then did <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. If you'd called Sanjeev McCurry <laughs> oh, to do the voiceover, yeah, that might have been a, look. We're not innocent. We're not innocent. We've been oh, racist I'm, on this I'm show before. Evident. But we do it. Our racism is for comedy. Does that make it better, though? I mean, I think it does. But does it? I, I think it does. Maybe it doesn't. They, they, they say, some people say that it doesn't. But If you rape for comedy, is that better than mm. raping for other reasons? Well, no. 
No. But if you make a joke about rape for comedy, it is. Yep. Fair. And I think I think that's the line. And the unfortunate thing about racism is that a joke about racism is racist. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas a joke about raping someone is not raping someone. Oh. Could it be though? I wonder. <laughs> well, I, wonder. I think I think some types of people on the internet do describe it that way these days, unfortunately. Yeah. Sorry, we we uh darkened the mood there. See what I did there? See what I did there? Oh, that was racist. Yeah. Pretty sure. Oh, kind of knows, hasn't he? Come on. Sorry you had to be in there with that. Luke, sorry you had to hear a story about that. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, sorry. While we're talking about discrimination, did you see this article about the uh, the white principal who was awarded damages because she, uh, she was discriminated against by the black administration of the school? Oh, God. Please take me through <laughs> this. So, uh, apparently... They uh, they create a, created a hostile work environment for her, and have done for for white principals in the past. Um, they are, I guess, racist uh, against mm. the white principals. They give um, they give unnecessary uh, negative <laughs> feedback, and they and they lost in court. The 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 woman won. Um, they said that, yes, she was discriminated against for being white. Wow. I mean, look, that's fair enough. It is when it comes to a job. And mm-hmm. I hate nothing more than people talking about the phrase reverse racism because there's no yes. such thing. There's just racism and, just and people, of, racism. people yeah. of all races can be racist. But I, I also think that a white person saying, oh, black people oppress me. Is, I know, is, is I know. just you're not going to win in that situation because yeah. you know what you can go and get another job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Mm, no, everyone should be able to work. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree. In principle, I agree. But yeah. I don't know if that's no, the I, world I know what we you mean. live in. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's kind of like, like, oh, come on, is it that bad? Yeah, you know. Yeah, Can't we just all be nice to each other. Be well, ideally we would, Luke, but. But unfortunately, I already am. Yeah, I know you are. You're not racist on this podcast, and and you you love everybody, and you're gonna hug everybody that comes to see you at PAX. But, but not everyone, not everyone's like you, Luke. And there's certain types of racism that he doesn't understand. <laughs> That's right. the The woman run, won some damages, and uh, and then now everybody's obviously thinking this is a bit funny. I mean, I think it's funny. I don't think it really says anything much, like other than it's a bit of a comical thing yeah i think i think i don't i don't think i need to explain why no, i think it's comical no no, no? but no. uh it made me laugh yeah so. it's funny there's a certain irony to it mm-hmm. all right let's end on something fun i mean x-files is x-files fun or... oh look i don't have much to say about the x-files because i don't know anything about it other than i watched the trailer the other day um and ejaculated yep. <laughs> that's fair yeah and i just watched it just before we started and my god it looks good. Oh. God. Yeah, I think your semen must have mixed with my semen now. Yeah, oh. making some kind of semen cocktail. Ugh. Which is the prize we're giving away this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, wait for the smoke to dissipate before you drink that. <laughs> Otherwise, it's only smoking because we went so fast. That's a bit of flashback humor for you. But yeah, we uh we recently watched the first episode of the X Files because Jenna has never seen it, and wow. uh, I really wanted to watch it again. And, I don't even remember um, what the first episode was. 
it's the one where the people are being abducted in the little country town and then oh, they yeah. think the body and the grave might yes, be a orangutan yes, yes. and yeah so i mean I, I thought it held up all right it does look very 90s yeah and yeah and i think and especially in the first series it's very episodic yeah back to the yeah. 90s way of doing tv i'd kind of like to watch it all again so this is a new season is that what this x-files correct is? yeah there's a new season yep there's a new season of the x-files i don't think i think it might be what 10 episodes or something hmm because it's two movies right now, and weren't they doing another movie, or is that a TV show? I think that's I this. Think this. I think it's now a TV show. Right. Because I don't even count that last movie. That was atrocious. I don't really count the first movie. I, I never saw the first movie. I don't really movie. remember the movies. In fact, I, re- I don't really count all seasons past season five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really remember much of the later X-Files. I only rem- I actually only remember some of the iconic episodes yeah. of Firestarter Guy. Because right? it's, been, it's been a while, and... So I would like to watch it again. Yeah, I would as well. I don't, I don't know I that I'm ever going to actually make the time for it, though, honestly. I mean, no. But you're right. Watching the trailer was still like, you know, when, when every, all the characters show up. Yeah. And, and, and then at of, the end, yeah. where the logo comes up and the little musical sting happens. Yeah, yeah. That's the one. So I just ejaculated again. <laughs> Sorry about that. You should say that as your ringtone. It could be really awkward. <laughs> what, my voice saying I just ejaculated again? <laughs> I'm going to make that my ringtone. Are we finished? Yes. I'm sure there's probably somewhere for Dan to finish in there. Oh, well, that's that's the one. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time. <laughs>